Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Emma and Rebecca Talk IP, a series where we spend a few minutes each week or so, emphasis on the also for this week, taking a look at something that has caught our attention in the world of intellectual property and trying to unravel what's really going on. My name is Emma Isles. And I'm Rebecca Gay. It has been a little bit more than a week or so since we recorded a podcast, Emma, but the good thing about that is there has been quite a lot going on in the world of IP, so lots to talk about. Um, this week I thought we could have a bit of a chat about a couple of cases that are making their way through the court or have been making their way through the court over the last few months, which are all about patent terms or how long a patent lasts. Emma, do you want to set the scene a bit before we have a look at the cases themselves? Sure. So if you think about it, a patent is basically a limited monopoly. It's a set of exclusive rights granted to an inventor for something that's new and useful uh, and inventive. This means having exclusivity over things like making, selling or using your invention. And in return for having that monopoly, the inventor has to publicly disclose their invention in a patent document. The inventor sets out what they made, how they came up with it, and that goes on the public record. But patents are time limited, so those exclusive rights eventually expire. That's right. And in most countries, a standard patent term is 20 years, and that uniformity in patent terms came about in the mid-1990s when all 164 countries were signing up to the World Trade Organization or the WTO uh, and also entered into the Agreement on Trade-Related Aspects of Intellectual Property Rights or TRIPS, which we'd actually spoken about um, on a couple of our earlier episodes. Uh, as we explained before, the TRIPS agreement provides for minimum standards of IP protection to be implemented by members of the WTO and one of those minimum standards is how long uh, patent protection should be granted. So TRIPS provides that patents must run for at least 20 years from the filing date of the patent. And so that means that what's happened in most countries around the world is that they have implemented a 20-year term in their domestic patent laws. So if we've got most countries saying 20 years for a patent, why are we actually even talking about patent term extensions, Emma? Great question. Well, in Australia, like many other jurisdictions such as Europe and the US, lawmakers have recognised that patents for pharmaceutical substances are in a bit of a special category. And they recognise that in reality, the actual commercial protection afforded to pharma companies who've invented new drugs or technologies typically falls far short of the full 20 years. In other words, the inventors don't get the full 20 years to commercialise their invention exclusively. And that's because much of that period is actually spent developing the product, testing its safety and efficacy in clinical trials, and essentially getting regulatory approvals. So to try to address that problem, many countries have adopted a mechanism which allows the owners of patents for pharmaceuticals specifically to apply for an extension. And in Australia, the US and Europe, that can be an extension of up to five years. The idea is that extending the patent protection period will compensate the patent owners for at least part of that time that's spent on product development and to recognise the significant investment required for the development of novel drugs. It really is a significant investment. Uh, I was reading um, a recent report that said that the time that it takes to get a drug from the lab to the market is about 10 to 15 years. And even though you might think the COVID vaccines hit the market in a year flat, 
um, they were actually the product of years and years of research. So, for example, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, which are both mRNA vaccines, um, the, the research relating to those types of vaccines dates back to the late 1990s, so that's a long lead time. And as for the costs, uh, again, a study I was reading recently placed the total cost of getting a new drug to market at almost $1 billion US dollars, which is a pretty staggering investment. And then when you add into the mix the fact that um, a, a recent study by the Biotechnology Innovation Organisation uh, suggested that about 9% of drug development programs actually make it from a phase one clinical trial to regulatory approval in the US. Um, that's a lot of investment for a lot of uncertainty. So in order to incentivize pharma companies to take on that risk and cost in developing new drugs, uh, there needs to be some certainty that if they get to the other end of that process, they will get a return on their investment. And patents help provide that incentive, but they're not going to provide that incentive if they've expired before you even get to market or if they expire pretty quickly after you hit the market. Hence, patent term extensions. Uh, and so, Rebecca, last year, some major pharma companies, Ono Pharmaceutical and Bristol-Myers Squibb, challenged a decision by the Commissioner of Patents refusing an application they'd made for a patent term extension. The problem in this case for Ono and BMS was the narrow window of time they had to file the application for an extension. If they missed that window, then the extension was invalid. And in this case, the commissioner and the pharma companies disagreed about when the clock started running on that window. The case gets quite technical, but to try and put it simply, the pharma company said the clock starts running when the patentees first obtain marketing approval for their drug by getting it listed on the Australian Register of Therapeutic Goods, otherwise known as the ARTG. The commissioner disagreed and said that the clock starts running when any product that includes a drug disclosed in the patent is listed even if it was listed by someone else, perhaps even a competitor. And in this particular case, there was another product on the ARTG and it had been listed for longer than the BMS drug. So depending on whether the commissioner was right or Ono and BMS were right, there were two significantly different commercial outcomes for Ono and BMS. That's right. And, and that's why this uh, little disagreement found its way up to the federal court where Justice Beach agreed with the pharma companies. His Honour said that the clock should only start running from the first listing of the patent holder's own product, given the whole point of having patent term extensions is to compensate the patentee for the time it takes to get their product to market. It's not about other people's products. So good outcome for the pharma companies, but the story doesn't end there because the Commissioner of Patents has now appealed that decision uh, and the Commissioner, it says, um, Commissioner says that Justice Beach's interpretation put an impermissible gloss on the words of the Patents Act. And actually last week, three judges of the full court heard that appeal. So I guess we'll see a judgment from them on this topic in a few months' time, I, I think probably early next year. And this is a bit of a hot topic lately because that's not the only recent case that's looked at this issue. Uh, in August, there was another federal court judge who overturned a patent term extension granted by the Commissioner of Patents. This time, the case involved US pharmaceutical company Merck Sharp and Dome and two of its blockbuster diabetes drugs. Merck had successfully applied to the Patent Office to extend the term of one of its Australian patents. 
The patent was originally due to expire next year, but the term extension gave Merck protection for a further 15 months. That extension was calculated from the regulatory approval date of a drug that contained a combination of two substances, citagliptin, apologies if I've pronounced that wrong, and metformin. The problem here is that the patent in question claimed citagliptin by itself, as well as a composition containing both citagliptin and metformin. What's more, and this is the crucial part, Merck had previously registered a product on the ARTG containing only citagliptin about two years before it registered the combination product. So how did this one end up in the federal court, Rebecca? Well, this one got to court because Merck had actually sued Sandoz for infringing its extended patent uh, and part of its defence. Um, Sandoz said that the patent term extension was wrongly granted uh, and if the patent term extension was wrong- wrongly granted, then the patent um, was actually expired. So um, the federal court had to have a look at the commissioner's extension decision Um, And in doing so, the court again emphasised that the relevant regulatory approval date for the purpose of calculating the patent term extension is the earliest product approval. And in this case, that meant the extension had to be calculated from the first regulatory approval date of Citagliptin. I'm following your lead on pronunciation there, Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that is Citagliptin on its own, not in the combination product. And if, if that is um, the approach you took, then Merck's extension was basically reduced to a, a zero um, years extension. Uh, I hope I haven't led you down the garden path there with pronunciation, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to feedback. <laughs> um, so that's another case that's now on appeal with Merck filing um, an appeal back in September. So the, the judges on the full court bench have got their calculators out, no doubt. Um, and it will be very interesting to see where we end up on patent term extensions once both of those appeal decisions come out. So thanks for joining us once again on Emma and Rebecca Talk IP. Until next time. You have been listening to a podcast brought to you by Herbert Smith Freehills. For more episodes, please go to our channel on iTunes or SoundCloud and visit our website herbertsmithfreehills.com for more insights relevant to your business.